Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. Without knowing it, one of the drivers to create the things we want in our life is actually an avoidance of judgment and rejection. Our us wants to know we're enough and we belong in this tribe, we're worthy to be in this tribe. And part of us is trying to prove that through creating the things we want. But the problem is, this fear of rejection and judgment contaminates us creating the things we want. It creates fear and tension and puts pressure on those things unnecessarily. It holds us back from being yourself, expressing yourself, and puts tension into our body. In this episode, we explore how you can let go or become more immune to judgment and rejection, to be free to be yourself and create the life you want with more ease and well-being. Let's dive in. I used to be a, a world champion people pleaser. Um, I used to work in a very large corporate and I had to engage with people at all sorts of levels from you know, directors down to, to, to shop floor. And a friend and a, a colleague said um, I was amazing. He said how I could adapt myself to whoever I'm speaking to and everyone gets on with me and everyone likes me. And you can see how I just mould myself and adapt myself to that person and create that sense of connection. Um, and he was sharing it as a compliment. And I said, it's great, you know, uh, thank you for that. But who am I in all this? It made me realise in that moment, who am I? How I, I was doing that out of fear of being rejected. I was doing that out of fear of not being liked. I remember hearing a, a radio a Vox Box where you know, they go down the street with a microphone interviewing people and they're asking people how they might feel if, if someone hated them, if they, if they knew someone hated them. And everyone hated the idea. They couldn't imagine someone not liking them or hating them. And they made me realise that moment, but it's not possible for everyone in the world to like us. We're all different, um, with different personalities, values, opinions, surely someone's not going to like us if we're just being ourselves and it really made me realize how I was working so hard to make sure everyone liked me and there's no who am I and all that and I can see why it comes from the there's a mammalian part of our brain that as a mammal that you know, your survival is dependent on being part of a tribe and part of a pack you hunt and gather as a pack and a tribe and without your pack and tribe your survival is is pretty small that part of us clearly wants to be an accepted member of the tribe and doesn't want to upset people so we're not rejected by the tribe. But that's a hang-up from, you know, kind of olden times. We no longer live in that way. So I can see it's natural sometimes. We might have a bit of insecurity, but I think for a lot of people, it gets reinforced through childhood experiences. That's definitely my experience when mum was... Love felt very conditional through her anxiety, her fear, and mentioned alcoholics were unpredictable. And of course, as a kid, you want to feel nothing but love and reassurance and pride from your parents to feel safe in the tribe. And if there's hurdles and expectations and trying to work out the rules, 
we try and have a very, with a very busy mind about how we make sure we feel loved and safe and, and it just doesn't become our parents, it becomes friends, colleagues, boss, and becomes this kind of general way of seeing the world. Then we need to work hard at making sure people like us. I think I shared this story before, one of my first experiences in personal development was listening to a talk and um, the guy on the talk and our know, friend and colleague and um, you know, my, one of my coaches, Jamie Smart, was sharing this kind of story about um, what's called a pizza walk. You go to these kind of like Tony Robbins type personal development days, the end of the day you might do what's called a fire walk where you walk along a bed of hot coals and it's purely mind over matter. It's uh, your brain saying that it does not compute. It's perfectly safe, as why no one burns themselves. But it is mind over matter, and yeah, great exercise to do um, to show that you're more capable than you think you are. But he coined the term pizza walk, and the idea is you walk into a shop that has nothing to do with food, maybe a, an optician or a shoe shop, and you ask for a pizza with a straight face. Now, the idea of doing that for most people terrifies them because no one looks like an idiot. No one wants to be judged as an idiot or rejected by someone. And you're consciously putting yourself in a position where you may get rejected or judged. And I thought, oh, there's no way I could do that. And he said, maybe you can tone it down. He said, maybe start by going to McDonald's and asking for a pizza. And there was a McDonald's nearby. I thought, right, let's do it. Because your idea terrified me. Let's go and do it. I did it. And I felt like a million dollars. I felt so invincible. I felt so confident. It was really quite incredible. And I realised how my own insecurities stopped me showing up in the way I want, living the life I want. My fear of reject, rejection and judgment was really meaning us playing small. And let's unpack that a little bit. It was my fear. My fear was creating that. Not anyone else. I was creating it. And the thing is, when we live from a place of fear, sometimes we react from fear, and it may be just a slight harshness or edge in our voice, or maybe our wording just seems a bit kind of harsh. We actually put ourselves in a position where we're more likely to be rejected or judged in some way. Or from people pleasers, we, we uh, go the extra mile, extra five miles, we do that, we people please, we people please, but our soul is saying, this is not right, this is not right. And at some point we overcompensate and we swing the other way and we react to maybe the harshness uh, or abruptness. That means we're like, a little more likely to be rejected. So as often as our own fear creates it and becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But also we need to recognise we all live in our own model of the world. We all live in our thought-created reality. We live in the experience of our thinking, nothing else. Our version of reality is different to everyone else's. There are six billion or seven billion versions of reality out there. No one has the same experience of a circumstance. This is why when you talk about memories with families, and you have different recollections of it. You have a different experience of it. Because we live in the experience of our thinking. So, when someone has an opinion of us, that's their thinking. And we can't control their thinking. Their thinking is shaped by their own life experiences, their beliefs, their values, 
and many a lot of their childhood life experiences. We can't control someone's thoughts. It's impossible. Absolutely impossible. We can't control what someone thinks. And when we realise we don't need to, our security, our safety, our well-being is within us. We're born with it. It just doesn't matter what other people think. And they may have a, a judgment of us. That's okay, that's just their opinion. It's not truth, it's just their opinion. You may think, yeah, but it's important what they think. It's really important what my boss thinks of me. It could impact my career. Well, you've got a choice. You either live in fear of what someone thinks of you, live in fear of something you have no control over, or you be free to be yourself. And maybe that's not the right job for you. Or maybe the boss doesn't like you and limits your career temporarily. Your, your freedom to be yourself and to express yourself means you'll navigate that. Maybe you find a better job. We have a choice to live in fear and play small. Or be free to know it doesn't matter what other people think and express ourselves more freely. And we don't become this selfish, arrogant gits. There's a lot of people that have these people pleasing or why they're upsetting people and becoming selfish and arrogant. No, no. It's people who are these kind of egotistical, selfish, arrogant people have a lot of other insecure thinking as well and they're overcompensating. And we let go of all these stories, these thoughts, from the quiet place within our heart, our soul, our instinct, our intuition, whatever you want to call it. It's a place of love for ourselves and love for others. We don't care what other people think. We can be free to be ourselves. It doesn't mean we don't care for other people. We just don't take what they think personally. No, it's just their thinking. We'd be free to be ourselves, to express ourselves. We hold their judgment more lightly. I once once wrote a, a LinkedIn article and a, and, a, and a very old friend I very kind of love very much and sent me this message saying he disagreed. He's got a degree in psychology. He disagreed a lot of what I said. And I can unpick that and look at that and say, okay, my initial reaction from people pleasing is I've been judged, I've been rejected, I felt horrible. In the past, they would have kept me up all night. You know, why about how to respond and that feeling of rejection. But I could read it from a quiet mind. I think, okay, actually, some of that stuff he says is really helpful. I never thought of that. Give me a fresh way of seeing it. Some of what he said is actually just a misunderstanding of what I said. And some of it I think it's just his stuff. I need to take on. We have a quiet mind. And we know we're okay, whatever happens. We let go of our fear and insecurity thoughts. We'll just see the thoughts what they are. We have greater perspective. We have greater perspective. We don't see it as judgment and rejection. We see it as someone's opinion. Someone's thought. That may be useful or not. So what if you don't have to catch every ball that's thrown at you? It's not yours. It's an opinion. It's a point of view. Your security, your well-being, your happiness is within you. You're born with it. You don't need someone to think good of you. Your position in this world and this tribe, in life, this universe, 
It's a birthright. It's a birthright. Claim it. Your worth is as important, as valuable as everyone else on this planet. For who you are. For who you are. You don't have to prove it in any way. And other people's judgment, rejection, that's just their opinion. It's an opinion, not truth. And your heart and your soul know if there's something you can take on or not. Knowing that you're not a bad person or unworthy if there's something you can learn. You have an open mind to grow. You have an open mind to hear. To hear it for what it is, an opinion. Have fun noticing these balls that are not yours. Just because it's thrown at you, you don't have to catch it. Loving you.